All right, there we go. Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Dumbing It Down with Dave with me, your host, Dave Canyon, the one and only solo host for this and every dumbcast. Hello, dum-dums. That's right, dum-dums. Term of endearment. Welcome to the dumbcast. Yes, uh, we are... What is today? Huh, I should have known that already. Today is Sunday, September 25th, and it is 7.04 in the morning, and I am southbound on the New York State Thruway, at the present time traveling about 71 miles an hour. Uh, sunrise is up in the west to my left. It's a beautiful morning, and um, what a great way to end the night, uh, because I work nights into days. And uh, my day is, my night is not going to really end, but I'm just saying it because, uh, well, anyway, we'll talk about it. This is, uh, this podcast, uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to name it in advance, um, anal, anal retention, anxiety, and Murphy's Law. I really wanted it to be like A, A, and A. So I was going to say, what was the other thing I had before Murphy's Law? It was something else. Uh... Yeah, anxiety, anal retention, and appointments. Yeah, I could have called it that. Anxiety, anal retention, and appointments. And Or I can call the show How to Be Ruled by Murphy's Law. So that's what we're going to talk about. You get the gist. Uh, so I did the introduction. Uh, this is the fastest podcast on earth. Uh, if you uh, are listening, uh, listen, you can email me at any time, <laughs> at, at any time, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Not that anybody does, but you can email me uh, for any questions or comments uh, about the show. Or if you're listening on the Spreaker app, there is a comment button right there You go on the left-hand side. No, there's a heart button. The like button's on the left. I'd appreciate it if you'd like me. Like me, please. And there's also a comment you like me. You really, really like me. Remember? Sally Field. Oscar. For uh, the union movie she made. I can't remember now what, the, what it was called. It doesn't matter. So, um, so yeah, there's a comment button right next to the like button. and uh, Or you can go on Facebook and look me up. Dumbing It Down with Dave on Facebook. Uh, I'm at Twitter at, at Dumb with Dave. D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. And also my website is Dumbing It Down with Dave. Dot com. So everything is done with Dave. Shouldn't have to explain it every week. The only thing is, I don't have any listeners. So if it's the first time you're listening, and I should put it in the show notes. I've been trying to catch up. I've been very neglective of the show notes. So I'm trying to do better. I spent some time the other day, half asleep, typing show notes. So i got to find a way to make a whole copy and paste thing for certain information, and then other information I add. But... Uh, I don't have a lot of time, and that is a big part of the show. For those of you tuning in for the first time, uh, I'm a truck driver. I work 16-hour days. Uh, usually, uh, now that we're into the season, I'm doing five 16-hour days in a row. So I just finished my last 16-hour day. I'm exhausted. I don't have any time. So I do the podcast in the car. Today, I'm in my wife's Honda Fit. because my regular ride, what I term my porta potty I always say it very slowly. My porta potty, P O 
DDY get it because um, I don't know how many other people do podcasts in their cars so I decided to name everything as much as possible and uh, uh, I think my show's unique in that way so porta potty and I call it a dumb cast and uh, my fans which I have none of are my dumb dumbs <laughs> why not what's wrong with that I'm not calling you anything of a lower intelligence. I'm not even spelling it right. I think I'm going to be, it's going to be D-U-M-S, D-U-M-S, dum-dums. So, and you know, I use the word dumb like I used to use the word fat, P-H-A-T. You know, sometimes dumb is good. Sometimes dumb is not that good. Sometimes they use dumb in all different ways. Like my website, that is my domain. Get it? Domain. Or... Everybody who's a dum-dum, you all are part of my dominion. Is that what that means, dominion? I don't know. I got to look that up. So I'm looking for other ways to use um, the word dumb. I guess they're called puns. So so here we go. What's today's show about? Uh, here's what today's show is about. So I work five, 16-hour days in a row. And it's all about go, 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 and then get home and get some sleep, wake up, do it all again. Of course, there's peeing and pooping and eating, and, uh, uh, you know, it's very difficult every day, because I sleep during the day. Very difficult. And it's difficult to maintain energy, especially at the age of 53, which I am, and uh, the job that I do is a lot of sitting on my butt, but there's a lot of stress involved every day. It just, it wears at you. So why do I work five days a week? Because the fifth day, the overtime day, is very lucrative, very nice. It's almost like having, no, it's exactly like having a really great part-time job. And for some people, it's like really a really great full-time job. The fifth day is very lucrative. Lucrative. Um, lucrative money, fiduciary responsibility that I have. Fiduciary money. I don't think I used that last phrase properly. I know my lawyer used it a couple of weeks ago when we did our world. Fiduciary responsibility. Anyway, so here's what happened. I have... I got to go to Brooklyn today. All right? I got to go to Brooklyn. I'm supposed to go home and go to sleep every Sunday. Every day, I'm supposed to go home and get sleep. I try to shoot for at least four hours. Uh, I've been getting five hours lately, which is good. And uh, my eventual goal would be six hours. I think I'll live a somewhat of a longer, healthier life and a much less stressful life if I can get six hours. Very hard for me to get six hours a day. Uh, and I'll explain it real quickly because I know my buddy Mark is listening and he's heard this a thousand times, but I only have 10 hours off a day. That's how my job works. 14 hours on, 10 hours off. The way I get 16 is I have a one-hour commute to and from work. That's when I do the dumb cast, to and from work. I have no other time. I have to do it now in the car. Usually I do it in my porta potty, which is a Kia Rio, which has over 215,000, maybe even 216,000 miles by now. My wife's Honda Fit, on the other hand, which is a little quieter. I actually like it. Uh, 141,135 miles. So the Honda Fit, great car, great gas mileage, uh, more than 35 miles to the gallon, maybe 36. Um, it's got some bad mirrors. That's the only complaint I have. The mirrors, I think I need those convex mirrors, you know, so the objects can appear closer than they really are. So I normally go home and sleep 
I got to get some sleep. But today I'm not going to sleep because I got to be at James Madison High School football field at 11 o'clock a.m. It's now 7.12 and I'm just south of Albany. Not good. Not good. Bad. Bad. So, uh, I'm going to be tired later today. And also, uh, after this football game, my wife and I are going to this thing in Little Italy. There's a place in Manhattan. A place is a neighborhood. It's an old neighborhood. Just like Chinatown. Um, it's called Little Italy. And they have the Feast of San Gennaro. The Feast of San Gennaro. You're going to have to look that up. I can't explain to you why they have it, but this is the 90th year. 90. Nine zero years consecutively, as far as I know it's consecutive. Uh, they don't say, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not consecutive. They might have taken a break during the World Wars. Who knows? But I doubt it. So, the Feast of San Gennaro. Why am I going? Well, the word feast is in the title. What, what else do you need to know? Um, it's an Italian thing. Uh, there's some, I think there might be some religious uh, aspect to this, but not for me. Most people, because you know they've commercialized this event really big. Uh, most people go for the food. So today I'll be enjoying. Today I'll be enjoying sausage and peppers. I don't have to shout. This is not a shout cast. It's a dumb cast. Um, but I know some of you are listening in different uh, venues. Uh, that it's uh, you got, I need volume. You're gonna you need volume to hear me. So, and your volume only goes to 7 or 8 or whatever. Some of you have a thing that goes to 10. So I talk loud. So this way you can always lower me. I hate listening to podcasts where the guy mumbles. I just heard a movie star. Movie star. Famous. Famous. And he was being interviewed by Alec Baldwin. And I couldn't believe this mega movie action star is a mumbler. Ay, ay, ay. Mumbling. Like, holy cow. Anyway, so I don't mumble. Got to be at James Madison High School in Brooklyn uh, at 11 a.m. to catch the kickoff of my nephew's JV football game. His first JV football game. I think he's starting, and it's a home game. Yay! It might be even the first game of the year for the whole team. So, this is... Two events in the day, appointments, two appointments uh, that have totally affected this whole week and last night. Because, and that's why I'm calling the show, I I think I gave it like three different titles. Appointments, you know, anal retention, anxiety, and Murphy's Law. Because since I have to be somewhere, and normally, normally, 99% of the time, I make it so, by the way, this show is not just for truckers. It's not for truckers at all. This show, but oh, I don't want to listen to this. He's going to talk about his job. No, it's about life. It's about life. It's about appointments, anxiety, Murphy's Law, and anal retention. It's about everything that we all go through. So it's not a show for truckers. I don't, uh, I haven't uh, directed anything. Uh, I mean, in other words, the content has been, there has been some truck driving content, but it still applies to life. And, um, I haven't even really marketed the show to truck drivers. I, I don't. I just haven't thought about it. I mean, I thought about it. I just haven't done it. So anyway, I got to be there at eleven o'clock all week. I, I I know that I have to prepare my day every day. I have to get home as soon as possible because what happens is 
Did I ever explain? Yeah, I did uh, 14 hours, 10 hours off. Out of the 10 hours, two hours are dedicated to commuting. So that leaves me eight hours. And then once you get to the eight hours, uh, it leaves me about, you know, well, that's eight hours to sleep. But I got to shower. I got to shave. I got to brush my teeth. I might have to floss. Uh, I might have to clip my big toenails. Uh, <laughs> there's things I got to do. And then it gets me down to, so I got to update my podcast. There's things, <laughs> I try not to do it during the week, but I, I only, if I work five days, I really only get one day off. I know you're thinking, but Dave, there's seven days in a week. If you work five, how do you only get one day off? Because today, Sunday, if I wasn't traveling to Brooklyn, it would be my recovery day. I'd go home. I don't set the alarm. I do everything I normally do in the morning. And then I slowly go to sleep. Slowly. Or maybe quickly. I don't know. And then I wake up when I wake up. I let my body just wake up when it wants to wake up. I don't set any alarms on Sunday. So Sunday's a recovery day. And I most often don't do much on Sundays. I usually wake up and go, okay, where's the TV? <laughs> or what, what casual activity can I participate in that doesn't involve me thinking or doing, like, like cleaning the garage or going to Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever? I'll, you know, what am I going to do? I have, no, I have no hobbies, really. I mean, I, I'm looking at motorcycles, but I haven't bought it yet. I like to race go-karts, but I don't know how to maintain them the most horrible thing of my life I never learned how to become a mechanic why didn't they let me become a mechanic when I when I wanted to I had no fear they stopped me mostly Mrs. Schwartz math teacher slash really bad uh, guidance counselor Mrs. Schwartz if you're still alive F you you ruined my life yeah I'm blaming her I blame her Jewish math teacher with a part time job as my guidance counselor because of budget cuts probably she ruined my life she wouldn't let me go to the vacational school I wanted to go to because she says people like you don't go there only the animals go there she didn't say animals she said that that school's not for you and I don't know what indication I gave her that I was so intelligent that I was going to go to a normal high school like everybody else which I ended up doing and I blew it where's my Robert De Niro clip I don't have one I blew it blew it totally sucked totally sucked in high school wasted four years three years I did nothing smoked some pot whoop de do listen to heavy metal music I accomplished nothing one year of JV football and then I quit I did a school show or two big deal ugh should have went to the high school performing arts why didn't she suggest that because she was a lousy guidance counselor she, she plotted to ruin my life. Oh, whatever. Okay, so every time I talk about it, folks, it's like I, I, I visualize the moment in time where she said to me, she said, do you, do you know where you want to go to high school? Have you given it any thought? I said, yeah, I'd like to go to Grady Vocational, Grady Vocational Tech, Grady Tech, I don't know, Grady, G-R-A-D-Y, in Coney Island. Maybe it's not Coney Island. I, I don't know what that neighborhood is called, but it's near Coney Island. And that's where you got to learn automotive technology. Maybe even auto body. I, I wanted to. I had no fear. I wanted to learn. I, I desired education as opposed to every other year of my life where I pushed it away. No. I don't want to learn this. I don't care what sound these two letters make. Who cares? If I need to make that sound, I'll make that sound. I watch Sesame Street. I don't need to know. 
the letter T and the letter R. Tra. Big deal. That was my big moment in first grade. Teacher was so proud of me that I knew Tra. Tree! How hard is that, Tra? Oh, so bored. So anyway, math. And she had me as a student. I don't know what indication as her student did I give her that I was supposed to go to a regular high school as opposed to a vocational school. Vocation school is good. It gives you a vocation when you're graduated. (laughs) I don't know why I'm singing. (laughs) A vocation. A job. Instead, I did three years of wasting time at South Shore High School accomplishing nothing, smoking pot, and then I joined the Navy. And what did I do in the Navy? I blew it. This has nothing to do with the title of the show. I know. I'm just having fun. All right. 17 minutes in. We can still got time to tell the story. Okay, so real quickly. So, I'm supposed to be somewhere at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning at this JV football game in, in Brooklyn, New York. Normally, I go to sleep. But now, all week long, I have to prepare. I have to prepare the first day of work. In other words, I have to get into work as early as possible. I have to, which is usually no earlier than 3 p.m., but maybe 4 o'clock at the latest. And i got to try to stay on a 14-hour schedule. Sometimes things happen. You end up 14 and a half hours. You end up 15 hours. And I haven't even I haven't gone home yet. So my day becomes a 17-hour day. Um, and then what happens is, if I get later and later, let's say I go in Tuesday at 3 o'clock. And then what happens is I go in Wednesday at 3.30. And then Thursday at 4 o'clock, 4.30. And by the time I get to Saturday night, which was last night, I could be going in 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night. Because I have to have, according to the United States government, the Department of Transportation, I have to have 10 hours off. It's mandated. No, that's not true. It's mandated that I have a minimum of 10 hours off. Minimum. But that isn't my minimum. That's my maximum. 10 hours, that's all they give you. I don't even have to ask my dispatcher, what time do you want me in tomorrow? All I have to do is come in in 10 hours. 10 hours, there'll be stuff ready for me. That's how they work at my job. So that's been a source of anxiety all week because I gotta I gotta stay on the early schedule. I can't get later. So you know, do I cut corners? No. I do everything I'm supposed to do, but I do it as quickly and as efficiently as possible, which creates a lot of stress. You know, uh, how do I explain myself? I guess I'm I'm not walking slowly. I'm not like breathing normally. I'm not. Uh, I'm not skipping any steps. I won't. I won't jeopardize my safety, or anybody else's safety on the roads. But it's just everything goes quicker. Whatever it is I'm doing, I gotta go quicker. I don't talk to anybody. I don't take anything longer than my 30-minute mandated government lunch break. It's not even a lunch break. It's a 30-minute mandated break. I have to. According to the United States government, even though I'm still sitting in my truck, I don't know how they get away with it. Because they're the United States government. You know that movie Snowden? They're going to have a movie called Canyon. <laughs> where I expose the truth. They have me sitting in the truck and I'm clocked in, uh, clocked out as off-duty. Yeah, I don't even know how that's possible. Off-duty means you're off-duty. I'm not off-duty. I'm on duty. You know, I just like saying duty. Um, I'm a grown man. I, it never gets old. Poopies and duties. And peepees. It's always funny. Never stops. Can't help it. I'm a child. So, I have to take, within the first eight hours, a half hour break. I have to. 
And then there's another two 15-minute breaks I can break up in any way I want. And usually I just put them together and I create another half hour and I take a nap or whatever. So anyway, you get it. I got, I got to keep on moving. I have to keep on moving. And I did that all week. I kept moving, kept moving, kept moving. And I, I, I got home. Or sometimes what I'll do is I'll sacrifice. Big mistake. I'll sacrifice a 15-minute break or both or both 15-minute breaks. I'll just go home. I won't take my breaks. I'll just go home. It's not mandated. Nobody cares if I take them or not. That's up to me. But I fuel everything. I do everything. You know, I do everything I'm supposed to do. So how does this relate to you? Like, if you're at your job, you make all the copies. Whatever it is you do, you add up all the numbers. You make all your appointments. You schedule tomorrow's appointments. You update your, your stuff. Whatever it is you do. So I do everything. Nobody got shortchanged by my activities this week. Well, not until this morning a little bit, but whatever. I'll explain. I might explain that. I got to get the show done in a half an hour. It's not looking good. We're at 20 some odd minutes. 21 minutes. Okay. So I got nine minutes to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. So last night, I come in. So all week, you got that. Last night, I come in. All right? Let me let me see if I could just nail down this last night. Really, all week, things have been going good. Very smooth, I, I might say. Really. I can't. I don't have anything in my head, any event in my head that would uh, contribute to uh, appointments, anxiety, anal retention, and Murphy's Law. But last night, wow. Last night, I got hit. Several times. First of all, I overslept. I did it to myself. I, uh, I my wife came home uh, and she rubbed my belly awake. <laughs> That's how she gets to me. She rubs my belly. Uh, she, it was four thirty. I was supposed to be out the door by three thirty. She woke me up at four thirty. Okay, well, I'm late, but I don't get in trouble for being late at my job. I just show up late. It doesn't really matter. They're so happy you show up. Nobody gets in trouble for being late. You showed up. Good. Look at this guy passing me. I mean, you can't see, but there's a guy about to pass me. I'm doing 75. He's doing, wow, 80, 85. And he's a black guy, too. That's not good. <laughs> Why is a black guy speeding in the New York State Thruway, knowing very well what's going on across this country with with police protection, police protection, with police brutality, and all that stuff? Not that I'm saying the New York State Police are a problem. Quite the contrary. I love them. They're the best. But I just think as a black man, you wouldn't want to be speeding in a car all by yourself. Okay, whatever. That's his That's his deal. So that, I do that every so often. Something will happen live in the world, and I'll stop him. It's not ADD or whatever they call it. it uh, it's not attention, attention deficit disorder. I just, wow, I thought that was kind of interesting. So I get to work yesterday. I'm an hour late. Okay, well, I'm up against the wall now. But uh, let me see if I can get out of here. But I, but I knew I had an easy night. The stuff that they gave me was easy to do, and I could probably still get it done within, you know, 11 or 12 hours instead of the normal 14 hours. So here's where everything goes wrong. All right, first of all, I'm late. Done, number one. Two, I knew the night before where I was going to not last night. I knew that I was going to this other dairy. We have this other dairy. We don't own it, uh, but we drop off milk to another dairy and they take that milk and they put it on their smaller trucks and they go deliver well that's the only place that I deliver to that I have to unload every other place I go to is a drop and hook drop the trailer hook another trailer that's what drop and hook is drop the trailer hook another trailer that's in the yard wherever you are and then you go home that's it very easy everybody loves all truck drivers love drop and hook work it's very hard to get it's also called no touch no touch freight. I don't touch anything except the, the landing gear and the uh, airlines and stuff like that. So, in other words, I, I'm not responsible for any of the contents. Well, I'm responsible for its safe 
storage and you know securing the load as I go down the road to make sure things don't spill especially milk you don't want milk to spill so okay oh boy oh boy 24 minutes I'm, I got a big problem so they give me this uh, this delivery I got to make it this dairy and the trailer is a rental trailer rental what does rental mean we don't own it we rented it it's not for my company it's like a big white trailer our trailers are painted with some bluey picture and you know happiness and milk and love and understanding and mountains and sunshine and the barns and chickens and it's like you know you're supposed to think that milk is you know wow wonderful pure uh, farm stuff anyway so um I just got distracted again by a state trooper who has three guys pulled over southbound. Three guys pulled over. How does that happen? How do you get three all at once? Three cars. That's amazing. Okay, so they gave me a rental trailer. I said, okay, I got to go. Of course, rental trailer, half a tank. And that's my anal retention. They had half a tank of fuel in the reefer. I'm going a half an hour down the road. I'm unloading the merchandise that's cold milk, and I'm going to reload the trailer with empty cases. I don't need to fill the fuel tank. I don't need to. I don't. But I do it because that's my anal retention. I don't want somebody getting this trailer tomorrow or the next day or the next day and uh, with, with less than a full tank. I top off. Anybody who knows me knows Dave Canyon, he tops off. I'm a topper offer. Anyway. <clears throat> I take the, the half-empty uh, fuel tank. I fill it up. And then I take the trailer and I take it to this destination problem is the trailer leans left and not just a little bit a lot of bit a lot of bit to the point where now i'm nervous because there's no way for me to adjust this uh suspension or do anything uh where i can get that trailer to be square with the dock so i can offload this milk which is on pallets i have a power jack i unload it on pallets and i don't want it to tip over and spill milk i did that once last year and it wasn't good so they give me, they have these dock plates. I set them up. It was very, very stressful. Very, very stressful to unload the milk. Because um, I didn't want it to spill. So I was, I pushed, instead of pulling the pallet off the trailer, I pushed them off. I turned the, tr- the, the pallet around inside the trailer, which is scary already because the trailer is on a downhill and, and it's leaning left. It's just boy it's just really stressful so basically at the end of the day a half hour delivery took an hour oh this show is going to be over in three minutes and 17 seconds i gotta get going i i apologize if i can't finish the story i maybe i'll try this podcast again another day i don't know we'll see so that was very stressful uh and then i had to load the empties back on and the trailer was still leaning even after the trailer was all unloaded and um i spilled a whole bunch of empty cases which is not a big deal they're just empty cases but it's still, it's loud and it's time-consuming. I have to bend over and pick up the cases, put them back on the pallet. It's just a big pain in the butt. And then while I'm making a delivery, this kid shows up. He's the owner's son. I don't think I've ever seen this kid before. And he says to me, hey, can you put those pallets up against the wall? And there's all the pallets in front of them. And I was like, well, that's the way it was going to go because that's the way it was loaded in the trailer. He goes, yeah, I always need this order. Like the, the, the load has two orders, 7976 and 7986. 7986 was like two pallets. 7976 was whatever, 10 pallets. And they're, you know, so anyway, so you you offload whatever's on the tail end of your trailer and 
whatever he wanted was the way I was going to do it. But he said, I said, you want this like this all the time? And he said, yeah, well, don't you know that? I go, no, I've been doing this for three years. Nobody's ever told me there was a special order. I just offloaded the way it's on the trailer. He was like, oh, really? I said, yeah. So I got stressed out because of the trailer. Now I'm even more stressed out because this guy's telling me how to do my job. Oh, God, a minute and 50 seconds left. So I didn't appreciate that. Anyway, I got out of there. It took me over an hour. I was sweating at the end. I'm in a cooler. I'm in a dairy. I'm in a cooler. I was sweating. I was so stressed out because I didn't want to spill anything. Anything. Anyway, I brought everything back. Everything's fine. So what happened the rest of the night? Oh, the fuel. Our fuel island didn't work. We can't. We couldn't get fuel. It's called the Fuel Master Plus. It should be called the Fuel Master Minus. It should be called the Fuel Putts. The Fuel master putts or minus putts it doesn't work so I had to go to a truck stop and get fuel it took extra time time and then people cut me off and it was just one of those crazy Murphy's Law nights and I only have a minute to go so that's it I'm committed to ending this podcast I didn't do a good job of getting to it because I I bantered about too much at the beginning too bad that's what you get for not listening if you were more listeners like 50 or 100 or thousands i would have i don't know what i would have done i would have been better i would have, I would have been a better podcaster wham 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 nobody listens to my show wham all right folks that's it it was a stressful night and uh, i'm trying to get down to brooklyn for this kid i don't think he appreciates my effort but uh i'll give him a talking to later all right, 30 seconds to go. All right, folks, thank you. Dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com. Dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com. Twitter is done with Dave. Don't forget Comedy Pipe. You got to listen to Comedy Pipe. Yes, on the comedypipe.com. Listen to Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream is a show on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock on the internet. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Take care. <laughs>